Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. And now, you are tuning in to the Marv Cutler Radio Show. And now, here's your host, the man, the myth, Marv Cutler. You know, that was a great introduction, Vaughn. And I just want to say, we're in big trouble right now, this, uh, this world. Um, we're in big trouble with global warming. I just, <laughs> I just came back from Southern California, and, and the snow was really piled up in Southern California. <laughs> and, and I was talking to my friends in Boston today, and um, the, I, I, I heard that they had eight inches of snow and it's got another five or six inches tonight. And it's not even winter yet. It's still fall. So we're in trouble with global warming. What do you think, Juan? <laughs> I was about to say, I mean, you know, it's felt pretty cold to me down here. I think we're doing just fine. <laughs> yeah, it's global warming. What a what a joke that is. It's it's I don't know what's a bigger joke. Um the impeachment uh, situation or the um or the or the global warming uh, Oh, I, hey, both I mean really... both things have been talked about for seems like a century. Yeah. They're really big jokes. It's not that I heard an expression the other day that I gotta I gotta say, this is a great expression. Shift happens. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. You know, there's so many so many problems we have in this country and need to be addressed. And these idiots are playing around with nonsense. I mean the election, you know, the twenty twenty election, you know, like you know, nine months away. You know, it's it's not that much time away, and they're talking about this still. Right, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a landslide for the president because the, the president's doing such a great job, and this, these guys and ladies are making real fools out of themselves. And uh, I, you know, I don't know what to say, but th- this whole thing is ridiculous. Like I say, shift happens. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's less than a year away, and, you know, they're still, you know, going on about the same stuff, you know? Yeah, you know, we need to worry about, you know, a a lot more important things than that. And, you know, uh, uh, President uh, Obama, he's not endorsing... um, Joe Biden. um, Joe Biden because of the fact that he wants uh, Trump to win. The reason he wants Trump to win, he doesn't want a Democrat to win, and that's why he's saying that this is not a good field of Democrats out there, because he doesn't want a Democrat to win. And, um, I mean, he wants it for a different reason, uh, not for the right reasons, but he wants it for a different reason, because we don't want to, I don't want a Democrat to win either. But the point is, he, wants it, he doesn't want a Democrat to win, so, because if a Democrat wins, they may get reelected in 2024, and... They're planning on running Michelle Obama for 2024. Yeah. So yeah, you think she's going to, you know, totally be, uh, you know, out of this race? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, my prediction, I made a prediction about a year or so ago, and then I went back on it, but I'm back to my original prediction that the candidate is going to be Hillary Clinton. Hmm. Okay. Okay. That's going to be the candidate uh, in, the, in, in 2020. <laughs> and if that's and, the best uh, they got, then yeah, I don't know uh, how much of light and, the Democrats are going to see with that. Right, and the Donald will will, will absolutely trounce her. So that's good. You know, let her run. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, I was in Southern California, and I I reviewed some interesting restaurants. I saw some interesting uh, uh, things, and I, I was in the Anaheim area. And uh, before I left, though. I went to a restaurant here in, in Vegas that I want to talk to you about because I really enjoyed being there. And if you live in Vegas or you're traveling to Vegas, this is a really nice nice restaurant and interesting place. It's called Lolo's uh, Chicken and Waffles. And uh, it's, it's really a, you know, I, I, I reviewed it a couple of years ago and the food was really good then. But now they have entertainment. Like I went on a Thursday night and they had this guy. I can't remember his name. Gene Anderson, I think his name was. But he, um, terrific um, show he puts on jazz, um, a jazz uh, group with uh, him singing some great jazz and blues tunes. So it's a, it's a fun, and it, but they, the shows go on early. So 
I think they go on about six o'clock. It went to about seven thirty. And but the food, the food is interesting. I had um, an appetizer, uh, fried chicken uh, gizzards. That that doesn't sound appetizing to a lot of people I know, but it's it's really 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 delicious. And um, I had a, a drink called a knockout, and uh, it's really a knockout. Um, also, for main course, I went to the, the soul food menu, and I had some really fabulous fried chicken. The fried chicken was really, 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 really good, and I, I really enjoyed the fried chicken. And and what else could I say about the the red velvet cake for dessert? That it's a nice restaurant, really nice service, nice people, and it's um, uh, I really I really recommend it. And if you if you're in the Arizona area like Phoenix or Scottsdale, they got several uh, restaurants in, in those areas too. So um, it's can't go wrong with red velvet. Yeah. I'm sorry. So you can't go wrong with red velvet cake. You know? No, this was a this was a wonderful red velvet cake. I'll tell you, this was this was one of the best I've had. So nice, really nice restaurant. Lolo's chicken and waffles. I went to New. I went to uh, New Orleans. I went to. I'm thinking New Orleans because I went to Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen, and and Ralph is the great restaurant person. New Orleans Brennan's restaurant, uh, which I love when I'm in New Orleans, and. I went to um, Ralph Brennan's uh, Jazz Kitchen, and I went there for a Sunday brunch, like I did a few years ago. And they have a they jazz duo, where banjo and trombone, and they play some really straight ahead jazz. The service is spectacular, really, really great service. Uh, really fun music. It's a fun place, and uh, I, I want to mention they had the um, uh, the Cajun. The wings, the Cajun chicken wings. They're really fabulous, the Cajun chicken wings. And they have some nice beignets there. So, and they're in, they're in Anaheim in, in downtown Disney. Now, I got to tell you a little bit about downtown Disney. Downtown Disney has got a lot of uh, kiosks and shops and, and, and restaurants. And, and it's, it's an interesting place. It's, a, it's across from Disneyland. And interesting thing about it, though, the parking is like $14 an hour. But this is how you avoid paying $14 an hour. If you buy something in downtown Disney, you get a couple of hours free. So that, you know, if you're just going there to do a little shopping, that's a couple of hours free. But if you want to spend, you know, three and a half, four hours like I did at, at the Jazz Kitchen, um, you get five hours of free parking um, if you, if you, if you go to one of the, any one of the restaurants, I, I, I've got, I, I go to the jazz kitchen, the jazz kitchen. So that's how you avoid paying $14 an hour parking fee, which is, which is uh, pretty steep. Yeah. Good oh. to know. Yeah. So that's, uh, downtown Disney, um, at, in Anaheim. Now I went down to, um, Newport beach. Uh, Oakport Beach is a really beautiful, picturesque place, and they have a nice attractions, and and they have a, a company there called Davies Walker, and Davies Walker has uh, wheel wheel watching uh, trips, which I usually like to go on when I'm in an area where they have wheel watching, and I I went on one of their trips. It's supposed to be a two and a half hour trip, but it barely made uh, two hours. And there was no whales out there, and the waters were so rough. It was like um, it, was, it was really exciting. <laughs> it was an exciting trip. <laughs> the, the boat was the, the, the boat was bouncing everywhere, and, and uh, on top of the waves, everywhere. It was like just a wild trip. It was fun though, and it was a nice trip. But uh, like I say, it lasted a little short of, of two hours, and it was supposed to be two and a half hours. And there wasn't any wheels. I mean, maybe they stopped when they had just wheels, and if there wasn't any, they didn't. They saved a half an hour, or whatever. But anyways, it's called Davies Walker. So if you if you're in the area of Newport Beach or Anaheim, you may want to check out uh, Davies Walker. And before I go on with some more restaurant reviews, let's have a little music. Here's uh, Rusty Bryant and Love for Sale. Thank you. 
Ron, tell me about Chaim Bloom. You know who he is? One more time for me. Chaim Bloom. Uh, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> Chaim Bloom is the new head of baseball operations for the Red Sox. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. And he just spent the last 15 years with the Tampa Bay team. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember we were talking about this last time. His He had a long tenure with, yeah, the Rays. Yeah, 15 years with the Rays, yeah. And uh, now he's uh, now he's with the Red Sox. He's director of operations. And I guess he did one of his first trades today. Oh, wow. To me, is little, to me, is a little bit disappointing. What did he, um, who did he uh, ship off? He got rid of Sandy Leon. Oh, okay. Now, now Sandy Leon is not a great player, but he's a good, <laughs> steady player, and he's an inspiration to the team. And um, I, I like Sandy Leon, and so he's gone. He's he's gone to Cleveland um, and played for a couple of minor leaguers. So that I guess that was his first official trade since coming to the Red Sox. But that's I guess he's going to be. Shaking the place up because uh, the Red Sox need need to be sh- shook it up, shook shook up, shook up, straighten out tongue. The Red Sox need to be shook up after that dismal season they had they had last year, and um, uh, I think they're I think they're probably better than Houston, but they they didn't they didn't prove it. You know, Houston yeah proved they were the better team, obviously, but. Uh, um, Anyway, that's um, that's my opinion. Of, uh, but I, I get good I get good feelings about Chaim Bloom, but um, I'm just not crazy about uh, this uh, this recent trade, this, today's trade. So anyway, getting back to my uh, trip down to Anaheim area um, after I left um, uh, Dave Davies. Um, Locker, I had dinner at a wonderful restaurant called the Blue Water Grill. Now, the Blue Water Grill is a small local uh, Southern California chain of, um, of seafood restaurants, and they do a terrific job. They got it's a really fine restaurant, and um, they have some really nice things on the menu. And um, I started off with an appetizer of ahi tuna poke, which is ahi tuna. Avocado, tomato, cucumber, cilantro, ginger, soy sauce, sesame, and, and chili oil. It's a wonderful um, ahi uh, tuna pokey, and they do a great job with it. And for main course, I had the, um, from Idaho, the rainbow trout. And I had it blackened uh, with a, sort of a, a Creole-type sauce, and it was fabulous. The rainbow trout, uh, nice, fresh, so everything. All that all that fish is nice and fresh in there. It's a it's a terrific terrific restaurant, and you know we talked about the uh, the red velvet cake, but now I don't know you know if I could if I want to step better with the dessert there or on the same pie. But I had key lime pie, and and key lime pie is absolutely one of my favorites, and they have a wonderful um, key lime pie over there. And, and I got to mention that the bread, the bread is so crispy and delicious, the sourdough bread. They do such a great job uh, with the bread they have over there. And uh, it's really a nice restaurant. They got a nice wine list. So if you're in Anaheim and Newport Beach area, you want to check out the Blue Water Grill. Now, another very interesting restaurant I went to. Now, this is, this is really interesting. Uh, in Anaheim is an area of town called Little Arabia. And in Little Arabia, there's a lot of restaurants and Arabic stores and, and, and markets and so forth. So there was a, there's a restaurant there called the Olive Tree. And it's the first time I've been in a Palestinian restaurant. And I'll tell you, I was, I was just... Uh, Totally blown away. This this is a terrific, terrific restaurant, um, and uh, I, I gotta I gotta tell you the uh, the food is superb. Now it's 
it's not a lot of atmosphere, but but the the food is, is really is really excellent. Um, the the falafel for an appetizer with um with the with the sauce um is, is terrific, and the the main course was lamb shake lamb shank with Idra rice. Idra I D R A A. Idra rice. Now this Idra rice has seventeen spices. Seventeen spices. So you can imagine the flavor in this Idra rice. It's absolutely fabulous. And the, and the lamb shake. The lamb is cooked for five hours um, in this in this restaurant. They cook the lamb for five hours. The lamb shake was fabulous. The uh, top of the Israel rice was fabulous. And um, now the dessert was really good, but I, I, I can't remember the name of it. I don't they only have one dessert in there. And it's it's sort of an orange-colored dough with cheese in it. And it's like a, like a, a very thin cheese pie. And it's a really nice dessert. It's served hot. It's the only dessert they serve there. It's a really nice dessert. It's so if you're in Anaheim going to Disneyland or Knott's Berry Farm and you want to check out um, um, this restaurant, the Olive Tree, you got to check out. By the way, the, the Olive Tree in the Little Arabia is is, be, is in between Disneyland and, and Knott's Berry Farm, um, but it's real close to Knott's Berry Farm, much closer to Knott's Berry Farm. And if, if, you're, if you're a Muslim and you want to go there, um, the food is halal, so it's uh, it's it, it serves your purpose, um, a religious purpose. It's halal food, and this is a really nice restaurant. Um, it's called the Olive Tree. Alan the proprietor is a terrific guy. The only thing I don't like about him is a he's a Lakers fan, and I, I had to put up <laughs> with the Lakers while I was while I was eating there, you know. So, uh, but it was okay because I had just left the resort I was staying at and I watched the Celtics win. So it was okay. You know, I, I, I put up with the Lakers while I was dining. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was, uh, Al is a terrific guy and this is a terrific uh, restaurant. Um, it's called the Olive Tree and they, they, they're so, the food is so good. They've won numerous awards. I mean, really, really numerous awards and the people I talk to around the area tell me what a great restaurant this is. So check it out. The Olive Tree and, um, in Anaheim, uh, it might be Buena Park, which is like a suburb of Anaheim, so it it, it works anyway. And here's a, let me tell you about a little bit of um, uh, music uh, history. Uh, Sid Torin was a was a great jazz DJ. He started out in New York. He went to Boston from New York, and then he ended up in Florida, in Miami. And um, he was known as Symphony Sid. And in Boston, he was known as Symphony Sid and Brother Sid because Sid did a gospel show and a jazz show. So he was, he was Symphony Sid and he was Brother Sid. And um, and I guess he I guess he did a Latin show when he was down in Miami uh, until his passing. But he was a great DJ. He was like he was like one of my idols. Um, and I, I I met Sid a number of times uh, while he was in Boston. A, a terrific guy, uh, very knowledgeable about music, and and there was a a singer in those days. Um, his name was Clarence Beeks, but few people don't know who Clarence Beeks is. I know who Clarence Beeks is because, but he didn't go under that name. So here's the great King Pleasure and jumping with Symphony Sid. It's got to be press, bird cheering all the bassy. The dial is all set right, close to 80, let her roll. Mm-hmm. 
that I went to Knott's Berry Farm when I was in Anaheim. Uh, actually, it was in a park with Knott's Berry Farm. It was like I said, it was a suburb of Anaheim. And Knott's Berry Farm is a fun place. Um, I guess they have, a lot of, they have a lot of kiosks set up this time of year for their Christmas fair. Uh, so they, uh, they have a lot of um, interesting booths and a lot of interesting uh, merchandise for sale. Uh, but generally, they have their own shops and they have the, the, their amusements and their rides. The problem with Nosbury Farm, it, it's a fun place. It's an exciting place. But the problem is, if you want to go on the, on the rides, the waits are awful long. You know, it's, I mean, maybe a, a little bit longer, but like, um, um, because I went there to, on, on, um, on Tuesday, a couple of days before Thanksgiving. And, uh, and the and the some of the rides were like over an hour wait. I mean, I got a, I went on three of the the least busy rides, I, and I spent the whole day there. I went on a, a ride for a, like a gold mine, cod walk like a gold mine, and and a, and a train ride, and and of course the carousel. I have to go on the carousel, but and I I was there the whole day. But it was you know it was it was a nice place. It was a fun place. Met a lady named Irma. Uh, had a had a, a kiosk there and. She wrapped some um, some stones for me that I had. I've been carrying these stones around for a long time. They haven't been wire wrapped, and I finally got them wire wrapped. So um, uh, she did them for me, very reasonably priced, and nice job. And but you know, like I say, Nutsbury Farm is a is a fun place. Um, uh, you know, but you know it's expensive, and also their parking is uh, is also expensive. It's, I think it's like about thirty dollars, um, and you get some. Sometimes free if you if you spend some money there in the, in the shop. So, but it's 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 up there. Uh, but it's like I said, it's a fun place. And if you, if if you're in the area and you're looking for a fairly inexpensive uh, place, family restaurant to eat, um, you may want to check out a buffet. And here's a buffet that's around different parts, different areas around the country. It's called the Hometown Buffet. Uh, they have a nice one in. Um, in Garden Grove, which is also a suburb of Anaheim, and um, it's the food is you know it's it's comfort food it's 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 nice food it's, it's you know it's not great food but it's nice food and uh, it's comfort food it's a nice family place a lot of families going there if they want to save a few bucks if they're spending a lot of money going to the um, going to the parks and, and so forth and so on so uh, you might want to check out the hometown buffet. Uh, I don't know if we want to check out the Patriots. What do you think is happening to the Patriots? 
Well, I think the Patriots look like they are a vulnerable team. Yeah, well, here's, here's the situation. Gronk has until Saturday to change his mind and come back. Yeah, yeah. And I doubt if he's going to come back. I mean, here's a guy that's playing around with the WWE with the wrestlers. Yeah, and, he. Uh, I mean, he even admitted he had like 10 plus in you know, concussions over that span, right. you know? Right. And he has, uh, and he's, uh, uh, he's on Fox, uh, programming for football. And I just saw him on, on one, uh, during the game or something the other day. Uh, he was actually, uh, dancing with the Lakers cheerleaders, which is very disturbing to me. <laughs> yeah, I did you see know. that. And, you know, he's, he's, he's also focusing on, uh, you know, his next, you know, chapter after ball, which is, you know, his, uh, I believe it's a CBD, like a cannabis, uh, company. Oh, really? Yep. Yep. He's, uh, you know, treating, uh, you know, his, you know, head pain, you know, and everything that he's gone through, you know, he's had yeah. tons of surgeries and all that. Yeah. Uh, he's a, but he's a character though. You know, he's a, he's a great guy though, but he's a character, he's a great player. I, you know what I think he's going to end up doing? What's that? I personally think he's going to end up being a wrestler. Yeah, I could definitely see that. I mean, he's a great guy uh, to embrace, you know. He's he's a walking yeah. advertisement. Yeah, and, and he fit right in with those with those characters, you know? Oh, yeah, he's oh. already there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so he, he fit right in, and I think he's going to become a wrestler. I think that's a, the only problem with that is, uh, you know, even though wrestling is scripted, it's still a dangerous game yeah you know, yeah even though yeah it's scripted it's fake but yeah you can definitely still get hurt hulk hogan yeah, said he like broke his leg and he still did the whole thing yeah so um you know and you know what disturbed me about the they said it was not a two players and they went on a 17 players on a separate plane but i think they brought some of these players back yesterday with the flu too soon they probably still playing with the flu you know and I, and I I know I think these players and um, and this, and management are not really concerned too much with the welfare of some of the players, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's sad to see, but you know, at the same time, you know, a lot of the players, uh, you know, they they realize that, uh, you know, they realize very quickly that it's you know more of a business than. You know, than anything, obviously, you know, wins and losses uh, plays a huge part in, you know, decision-making. But I still say, this is my prediction, the Patriots will still play in the Super Bowl. Really? Hey, did you see the stat um, about uh, Mitch Trubisky, Bears quarterback, and then Tom Brady, Patriots quarterback, um, he's had a, a higher completion. Mitch Trubisky has had a higher completion percentage throughout these first 13 games. Oh yeah, right. right, right. But you see, the the the, the difference with with Trubisky and 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 Brady and the Patriots, Tom Brady and Bill Bill Belichick know how to win a football game. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, Mitch is you know, mean, definitely I more mean, of a stranger you know, to if, uh, if it wasn't, you know the playoffs and that, anything like that. Right. If it wasn't for that that play, I, did you did you see the game yesterday? Uh, I didn't really catch a lot of Sunday's games, no. Okay. Well, there was a, there was one play where, uh, what's his name? The, uh, the, uh, the Sean, is it Jackson? The quarterback oh, Lamar Jackson? Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a terrific quarterback. And, um, there was one play where he was, uh, being sacked and he was practically on the ground and the guy, and Simon who was, uh, committing the sack on him. Actually went down and he got away. Yeah, yeah, I saw and that. He juked him out. That. Yeah, and and that and that was the key play that really I think won the game. Yeah, I'm actually they're showing the highlights right now of everything. Yeah, I was I was on an eight hour drive. I couldn't watch much. Yeah, yeah, I think that was the that was the key play because you know the the Patriots almost pulled what they did with the Falcons. They you know they they came right back at the end of the game. You know. So they they know how to win and um, um, and I don't even want to mention his name, but the but the former uh, this defensive guy for uh, the Patriots, uh, Romeo something or other, you know, what I'm talking about. 
<laughs> he had he had Belichick's number yesterday because because Belichick was his teacher. Oh, oh, I see. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's yeah. all I can say. But but the Super Bowl that I want to see, and I think we may have that, is the, the student and the teacher, Garoppolo's Forty ers and Brady's Patriots. Yeah, well, I'd really like to see what we're about to see or what we just saw um, this Sunday was, you know, the Ravens and uh, the 49ers. Well, I, I don't want to see the Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's a little biased. As bad as they look right now, I saw a Patriots fan. It's bad as Gonzalez and flying home. Yeah. I mean, you know, if anything, you know, what I'd like to see is the Patriots not in it for once. You know, they know so well how I'm, to coast wanna, and, you know, the throughout the season, and then when it counts, they're, you know, keeping their head to sound. I want to see the minute for one big reason. I believe that Tom Brady will either be traded or go to somewhere else on free agency next season. Yeah, well, you think so? I think I get, I get that feeling. And and I I think I I think um, that you know they they should win the Super Bowl make this is uh, his last great season with the Patriots. Huh. I think if anything, I mean, well, a lot of people have um, gone back and forth with what you're saying this topic, but uh, I am on the side of you know he'd retire before you know joining another squad. Well, I don't know about that. I, I don't know about that. I, I think he should be retired now is what I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, his numbers have not been, uh, they've been adequate, I guess, you know, for where they're at, of course. Now, there's some big talk. There's some big talk that uh, they may bring Antonio Brown back. Really? I mean, uh, you know, he hasn't done much kissing up, but he he has publicly apologized, which I don't know how far that goes. Right. I, I guess it might go far and, if you're saying that. And I think if they bring back in Antonio Brown, I think the, the Patriots will really be all set. Yeah, I mean, when I first, you know, heard that he joined the team, I was really surprised because, you know, they wanted right. to, you know, bring those antics to that locker room. But, you know, if any team could corral him, it would be, you know, them. Yeah, right. You know, Bill Belichick has a way of, of, of taming people, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's very, some of them are very robotic, you know, in their thinking and things like that. Kind of, the Patriots kind of remind me of, like, a Kawhi Leonard personality, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> very disciplined, very, you know, focused on yeah. just one thing. Right, right, right. Well, you know, I don't know if we if I mentioned it the last time we spoke, but um, I remember saying several months ago, I think before the season started, or just, um, well, probably before the season started, I said, look, if Garoppolo goes, let him go. But don't let Jacoby Brissett go. Yeah. And I, I've been saying that for a long time. And, you know, even though Indy hasn't been winning that much, Jacoby Brissett is, is showing what a, what a really good quarterback he is. And, and 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 I feel as though I was right about him, and they should have held on to him. And getting back to some music, is Babs Gonzalez and Flying Home. I was high, walking down Broadway when she caught my eye. She looked like an angel right from out the sky. I told her I dig it, baby, we'll make it, honey. She replied, you look like you're pretty wise. And I got eyes for quick trips to paradise. Take my hand and we'll be together while we're ballin' like crazy. We'll dig the count, pick up on Bird, watch Woody Herman, direct his herd. Then take a stroll right up the ramp where we can pick up on ham. Then we'll go up to the pad and turn the lights down low. I'll tell you many things to let you know How much you dig it when you whisper sweet nothing Ooh wee baby How you gas me Let's stay crazy and be happy Let's be together all the time I'll do 
everything I can We'll visit the promised land I will make you happy in your soul We'll live a life of loveliness The way you hold me tight Makes me wish the sun would never shine All through the nighttime you were mine Ever thine So baby now you know my story of love is all for you In heaven angels sing because you have said you love me too Blow John, go John, sail John, wail John Could swing and play pretty too Sounds good to me Should sound good to you I love to hear him playing body and soul Very pleasing to the ear When I first heard him on the record I just stopped right there Sounded like a band of angels in the sky And I have never ever heard a sweeter tone In fact I paid no attention to the saxophone Till Coleman Hawkins came along and spoke to everyone Saying better listen, won't you hear me while I play for you Sometimes it's hot, then again it's blue My soldiers seem to wonder, pleasing each and every one Is what I've long been craving for The doors have not been always open But I'm trying to please you Please don't try to stop me Hope you like it folks And then he started cooking Every time he played some melodic melody Fast or slow You could tell that it was Hawkins No other one Ever has quite captured his tone Just he alone Had the sound that penetrates It will sure go right through you Yes it will And every chorus gives you just another thrill Dixieland or jazz it made no difference Everyone in Europe really loved it In Germany, in Gabriel's ER and we weep All his friends are sweet and love him There's no one above him Here in the USA I've heard them say Oh, Hawker's still the man He had his own band And folks in all lands They gave him my hand Because it was so grand Yes, sirree And in New Zealand music lovers are still talking About Coleman Hawkins all around the world He was known I can't be no doubt about his knowledge of the horn He must have been born to blow the tenor Cause the melody just floats everywhere Floats right through the air, oh yes 
and I've got to remind you 20 years it took him Playing everything to attain His first claim to fame He was 20 years ahead of time And he knew it but he Kept right on a blowing He went all around the world Making music Cause rhythm show was in him And he knew it was Benny Goodman was king on swing And everybody loved to dance I just knew he had a chance to play music So he blew And he blew and he blew and he blew He blew his tenor And he played his summer and winter And he cut his masterpiece And I'm trying to sing it for you Hope that I am getting through to everyone There I go to reminisce, you can surely bet that I won't forget, cause I haven't yet, goodbye. Wow, that was a great lesson today on bebop vocalists between King Pleasure, Babs Gonzalez, and Harry Jefferson. I just wanted to get into that kick with the bebop guys and Oh, they sounded great, you know. Some, some really old stuff, but they really, really, really sounded great. So you think the Ravens and the Niners will be in the Super Bowl, right? I think it's a great matchup to see and switch it up from the, you know, sick of the Patriots doing so well. I'd rather see something like that. That's a, that's a, that's a good contending, high-scoring game. Yeah, I think you know. I think either either the Patriots or the Ravens, if they play the Niners, they'll both either one of them will beat them. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, that's anybody's game. I mean, any given Sunday, it's you know fifty fifty. Yeah, but, but I think either uh, the Patriots know, or the other Ravens will beat the, beat the Niners. You know, I mean, the Niners are a good team, and I didn't know if they were for real, but they really are for real, and they and they came close to uh, winning that game, but I, I still think um, you know. Besides, you know, Brady Smuts and this uh, uh, Lamar Jackson, is it? The quarterback for the Ravens? Yep. Yeah, he's 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 an interesting quarterback. I, I don't think he's a he's a really pure quarterback. He's he's more of a running back than he is a quarterback. That's what they uh, that's how the story went. But uh, you know, after after that I think after that Patriots game was the the real wake-up call to everybody that, you know, he could he could throw the skin off the ball, really. I mean, he he's throw, the best he of both throw, worlds think, in a modern quarterback, I think. Yeah, he can throw, but I think Mahomes is a much better quarterback. I say as far as, you know, like you're saying, just, you know, picking apart a defense with, you know, an arm, yeah. Like, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, he can take yeah. you deep, he can take you, you know, slot routes, whatever it is. Yeah, he's right. through and through quarterback as the position goes but i mean lamar jackson can do so much more yeah well he's a he's a, he's a great running back <laughs> that's what he is fact, yeah yeah you know, but i mean you know in the right offense i mean he's got all the potential in the world and i think uh what's his name john harbaugh is the best guy yeah. you know best coach uh you know for that scheme and you know him you know, I think he's a great coach, and he, he doesn't get the accolades. I mean, I, 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 to me, Bill Belichick is the greatest ever. But you know who's a really great coach? And um, and, and he doesn't get the – I don't think he gets the, um, the, the, the notoriety that he should have. You know, the, the Steelers coach. The Pittsburgh Steelers coach. Sorry, I didn't catch. I didn't catch that. The, the Pittsburgh Steelers coach. Oh, Mike Mike Tomlin. The, Mike Tomlin. He doesn't get the notoriety, and he's a really good coach. I mean, he's winning with second and third string quarterbacks. One more time for me. He's winning with second and third string quarterbacks. Oh yeah, no, the Pittsburgh Steelers have yeah completely kind of fallen apart in this past season, but. I mean, they've they've hung on seven and four. I mean, that's, that's pretty yeah, damn they good. Yeah, they still might make it. They still might make it to the playoffs. You know. Yeah, they've they've definitely got you know contention under their sleeve. I think. Um, you know, they've definitely done the best with what they've had. Really. 
Yeah, I, I, I don't, you know, even though um, Aaron uh, looked good yesterday, he hasn't been the same guy either, you know, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, that's been an interesting, oh, did they, uh, well, I mean, they just, they just won this past uh, Sunday, but yeah, as far as, you know, that goes, I mean, I think they just, uh, I don't know, I think he had a... Uh, worse defense than he thought, maybe. I mean, it, it's not horrible, but, you know, it's, it was nothing that, no, you know, no. they were raving about. Right. You know, I want to talk a little bit about uh, hockey. You know, the, the the Bruins are looking good, but as far as I'm concerned, and I've been saying this for eight, nine years, the Bruins will never win the Stanley Cup as long as Tuka Rask is the goalie. And he's he's, he's a good, great goalie when, during the regular season, but he falls apart in the playoffs, so he'll never win. But you know who's really surprising me is um, is uh, Price, the goalie from Montreal. Okay. He's been giving up an awful lot of goals lately, and he was at one time was a really one of the better goalies in in, in the NHL. You know, and now he's been giving up enough. He lost to the Bruins eight to one the last week. That's. But I, I guess it wasn't just him. Yeah. It was just, but I guess both goalies played in that game. He, one goalie gave up three, and he gave up, but he gave up five. So, in that game against the Bruins, so I, I don't know. But anyway, um, it's it's going to be an interesting uh, season. Uh, coming to a, a, a wind up with the with the Super Bowl, and I'm looking forward to to Brady to win one more, so he has the most most wins. And uh, uh, here in French, it's called Lemaire. In English, it's beyond the sea. Here's the great Bobby Darren, which will take us into our theme. Stands on golden sands and watches the ships that go sailing somewhere beyond the sea. She's there watching for me. If I could fly like birds on high, then straight to her arms I'd go sailing. It's far beyond the star, it's near beyond the moon. I know beyond a doubt, my heart will lead me there soon. We'll meet beyond the shore, we'll kiss just as before. Happy will be beyond the sea, and never again I'll go sailing. 